0: Doki folks, and welcome back to another episode of Monday Night Shaw. On this episode, I have a very special guest. It is Hollywood Dusty Adonis. Uh, Dusty is a wrestler from Saskatchewan. He made a huge name for himself in the PWA out here, uh, but he uh, he retired a few years ago. And uh, last year, he ended up coming out of retirement uh, to face the old Canadian Goose in a in a match in Saskatchewan. And uh, Dusty. Uh, uh, what are your memories of, of, of the match, first and foremost, before we get right into it?
1: Well, uh, I guess there's uh, there's quite a bit to talk about before we get into the match. So I have a friend that used to live in my hometown. I'm from Eston, Saskatchewan. And I have a friend that used to live here, and he moved up to uh, St. Walberg for a job there. And uh, and he's on some committees there, and they were trying to have uh, a fundraiser to raise some money for... for uh, I think it's for the rink complex, I believe. And they every year they have this blueberry festival, and so they thought they'd they'd bring in a wrestling show for this blueberry festival to uh, raise a little money. And so they ended up booking uh, Real Canadian, <laughs> and uh, which is a company I have wrestled multiple matches for in my past. And then well, everybody they knew that this friend of mine, his name's Pat Toner. They knew that he uh, had a wrestling friend that actually wrestled at one time. So they they asked, well, he pretty much, they asked him and he asked me to be on the show and I hummed and hawed and I thought, yeah, I could probably do something. I was in pretty good shape last summer. So I was like, yeah, I think I can, I can do, I can do this. Mm-hmm.
0: Right on. I, I, I remember uh, I was just booked for some random show in Saskatchewan. I had no idea who was wrestling. I legitimately uh, showed up at the show and they said, oh, Nate's not coming because you were scheduled to wrestle Nate Nate Nixon uh, one-on-one in a match that was like advertised and everything. And then, you know, life happens. Nate wasn't able to make it and they they drafted me in, which is almost like you're now wrestling somebody that's the complete opposite
1: of, of who you were originally set to face. You couldn't be more opposite. Uh, about uh you know your two styles of wrestling but yeah i was i was uh i was supposed to wrestle nasty nate nixon because i had told squeaky like who is there to wrestle and i said i and i don't know i was on a real big japanese kick last summer of like hard-hitting stiff matches and i said i want to fight i want to wrestle somebody who's hard-hitting and stiff and he said well how about this nasty nate nixon
0: yeah, I'd say that describes him pretty well.
1: <laughs> and I uh, yeah, I was like, well, I'd never heard of the guy. So then I went on YouTube and I watched every one of his matches I could find. And I was I was ready to go into a match with him and have a real fight, real knockdown, drag out match with him. And then I got to the arena and, and, and you know, we, I hadn't wrestled in a year. Or I didn't even know the last time I wrestled before that match. I guess it was, I would, it was it against been, Crow. Yeah, it was. I guess it would have been less than a year. It would have been the the previous November because this match that you and I had was last August. So, yeah, anyways, I got to the arena. I was focused and everything. And sure enough, there was no Nasty Nate. And then I looked around. And they said, who is there to wrestle? And then they said, the Canada Goose. And you know what? And I was <laughs> the Canada Goose. But I was a fan of the Canada Goose. I knew who you were. Like I had watched, listened to your podcast before, and and I'd seen you wrestle somewhere else before. And I thought that you have the like that's the best name in wrestling. Canada Goose. I think that I just love the gimmick, and I love the whole Canada Goose thing. So I thought I went from having this going to be having this knockdown Drago fight to having. What was quite a uh spectacular comedy match, you could say. Yeah. That you and I had.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh let's let's get into it. Uh Lawrence uh is in the background here. So if we can get him to pull the match up for us and we'll we'll uh we'll start watching it here. I first and foremost do want to apologize. The uh camera work here is on the a bit on the shoddier side. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think squiggy actually squiggy dust. He actually is the one. Yeah, Squig filmed this himself. He filmed it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he has his camera the wrong way, as you can see. Mm.
0: Yes, he's, he's sometimes a uh, little Squiggy there. He's the he's thought that counts.
1: That's correct. That's correct. So well, one thing I do want to mention here um, at the start here.
0: Yeah, we're good to go My whenever threat. you
1: want to hit play there, Lawrence.
0: If you can just, uh, like, maybe take the volume down a bit so we can still talk to each other. Well, not all the way. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, there was a fairly, uh, like, this is a
1: pretty good crowd. Oh, yeah. There was a big crowd. I don't know how many. And the one thing I do remember is that they were on, uh, they had tables on the one side and people sat around these tables.
0: Yeah, it was like have, uh, one
1: of those uh like specialty supper.
0: shows or dinner and a show or whatever. Yeah, that's correct. And you can get can out do a few of
1: those in just catch one. They're a lot of fun. And my friend I was telling you about earlier who got me on the show, he actually uh he was the ring announcer that night. Oh, okay. And I wrestled as tonight, like I have I have multiple I have many different uh, wrestling personalities that I wrestle in,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> and uh, tonight I was going to wrestle as uh, Cowboy Dustier, one of my uh, one of my uh, alter egos that I I shave the top of my head. as We'll see in a second here, and I sing yeah. before the match, so I sang. Me and my buddy the Ring announcer so we actually sang together. We sang uh, "Country Roads." By John Denver before the match. And then your music came out and interrupted us. Okay, okay so we tied up and I still have my cowboy hat on. So everybody yeah. seen earlier, <laughs> I had a normal haircut. And so then all of a sudden when I, oh look, I got abs there. See, I was in good shape there. I, I've been downhill ever since this match
0: yeah no i i did this really like uh, you went all out shaving your head like that that makes me yeah angry. and
1: so i i've I wrestled this cowboy dusty i think three or four other times and i always shave my head the top of my head for that gimmick mm. and uh yeah and so i always start and then nobody knows that i have my head shaved nobody knows i have the cul-de-sac it's just the top of my head shaved so it's the cul-de-sac type of <clears> look.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so kind of like the uh, the old horseshoe, like uh, yeah. <laughs> Captain Picard haircut and or whatever. I always,
1: and I had a beard, too, and normal before this match. So everybody saw me with a beard and a head full of hair. And then I shaved the top, and then I cut the beard off and had these big mutton chops on the side. And I think it really adds to the cowboy dustier look. Yeah, I start the oh, match man. with the cowboy hat on, and then, uh, the wrestler always gets, I always, get, we have a tie up, we push to the side, and...
0: Yeah, it kind of makes it like a moment out of it, like like, hey, look at this ridiculous haircut, huh. you know? That's right. Which, which fits right in in the in the match between the the Canadian Goose and and Ho- Hollywood Dusty Adonis. This legitimately is one of my like favorite matches I've done just because it was so much fun.
1: Yeah, no, I really like this match. I didn't know what to expect. Um... Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. Really,
0: like I, I'm not like the, a super athletic
1: wrestler or anything. No. but
0: nobody was asking for their money back. Oh no.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I always like to dance. It just happens too that the few times that I've been this character, the, we had female referees, so it actually kind of works out. Mm.
0: Yeah. No, this is uh, a that
1: dancing mm, routine. Um, uh,
0: Rosa, she's a great
1: ref. Um, yeah, she, mm-hmm. she was also the one who shaved my head. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, this is the part I really like about this match is I bang your head off the turnbuckles, and as yeah. you're, you're, uh, you're flopping your arms, and like, selling, and you're kind of acting like a, almost like a chicken, with yeah. your wings flapping. And I really thought that was funny. And I talked to this guy after the show, and he told me that his wife thought that that was the dumbest thing she ever saw, and he said, oh, no. It was good action. I said, "Oh yeah, that is good action." <laughs> it is dumb. I, but that's what makes it funny. Yeah,
0: I think that's that was the point of it. Yeah, right? that like
1: was it's... the point. <laughs> yeah. So here, I think we're wrestling around. And I, I'm just this is an old thing you do. And oh yeah, you, you just you you bash the uh, your opponent's head off uh, fans feet and the yeah. kids are like that.
0: I, I actually, I love this uh, whole spot, I, I I do this whether I'm a heel or a babyface in, in matches and <laughs> as a heel I went to do it one time and I, I was like, I just like, I did, I was like, okay, well it doesn't make sense for the heel to like smash the babyface's foot into a fan or head into a fan's foot, so yeah, I told the guy, I was like, hey, man, reverse this, right? So he'll smash my head. he just didn't hear me. And so he's got his head smashed into the fat's foot. He comes up and he looks at it. He's like, you were supposed to be my friend. It was (laughs) great. I I think I would would like to see you wrestle uh, with
1: uh, Dead Zone. That would be pretty pretty incredible. So the story of the match really is, uh, I guess, we're already into uh, the heat here. The story of the match is uh, I can't overcome your headbutt. You got... Yeah. And so that's how we, we, you got into the heat there. We came into the ring. I threw you uh, into the ring and you came out with the ropes there and I kicked you and then you hit me with this headbutt. Yeah, and if, yeah. Anytime I try and get the advantage or I start fighting back, you always cut me off with this headbutt. And I, I just can't... I just can't overcome this headbutt.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, I remember I gave you big old chop here too.
1: Like, <laughs> it was gnarly. Not as good as the chop you give me later on in the match, but we'll wait for that. Oh, I think that uh, might have been it right there.
0: <laughs> but there was, yeah, there was one where I had like my, uh, I had my buddy filming this in a different video, but it was like way back from behind the boards. And it sounds like a gunshot went off. It was, it was incredibly
1: like, oh boy, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that, that chop did sound loud. For me, when I'm chopping you... You obviously have a shirt on, so I can't get as loud of of, uh, noise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's another
0: headbutt right there. There's another
1: headbutt. I finally had the upper hand for a brief second, and you cut me off again with another big goose headbutt. Oh, that was a
0: very poorly executed uh, cartwheel.
1: (laughs) So you have a torn ACL during this match.
0: Oh, yeah, big time.
1: Uh Yeah, I like job yeah. It's probably
0: it's very likely that when I spoke to you about like putting the match together, I was probably like, "Hey, man, just so you know, I don't do any like leap frogs because like jumping and landing on
1: my feet was what was causing me the
0: most issues."
1: Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I don't do leap frogs either. I'm just not yeah, gonna, no, I, like, was, I'm not sure what happened here. This was our only real blunder of the match. Um, yeah not really sure what happened we kind of fell off the, the the train fell off the tracks there for a brief second but it looks like we got back on here and they give me another headbutt see there's I just can't beat that headbutt I don't have an answer for your headbutt it just keeps taking me down one thing yeah. I'll say about the crowd here in St. Walburg, they've never had a wrestling show in St. Walburg. So, a lot of these are virgin fans that have never seen wrestling, you know. So, they don't really know, even know how to react to it. A lot of them, I don't even think, watch it on TV or have ever been to a wrestling show before. And so, oh, they didn't is- really know how to act. And as the sh- and we're the first match on the show, I should say. So, they're yeah, a little yeah. bit quiet. But by the end of the night, oh my, they all come unglued. And I think half of them are drunk and everybody yeah. just kind of seen... What- Kind of figured out what they're supposed to do, and so they kind of they they got a lot more into it.
0: Oh, I think I you're you're gonna try and superplex me here, and I think yep. I just headbutted you off the top rope. You did. But you're gonna go for I a flying headbutt? If I remember, is, yeah, correct. this is my favorite part of this whole match. To be honest
1: with you, the double down. Yeah. I was a little nervous here because they didn't press play right away.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it's one I, of the things. Like you can I'm even uh, I'm pretty sure you even see in the video me going, hey, come on, bring it, br- let's go, yeah, <laughs> hit the music. are
1: <laughs> looking back. How long has the guy got to Yeah, wait?
0: right there, me going, hey, come on, hit the music, let's go.
1: <laughs> I thought I invented this spot in a match and... Uh, Squiggy told me that, oh, no, this happens all the time in matches, but...
0: I had n- No, Squiggy's, Squiggy's, Squiggy's just saying that to, to But I've never seen it. Because I- I've never seen this before, uh, ever. I remember when you told me to do that, like, you wanted to do this, and you were like, oh, we're going to be completely killing the business, but, like it'll be fun and i was like yeah man i just like this was legit like right after that dude that spins pizzas while he wrestles yeah okay uh, did his thing so i was like bro i saw a guy spinning a pizza while he was wrestling this morning you want to do the chicken dance let's do it like <laughs> it actually is something that i i'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm a spot I'm, I'm hoping to steal when i return yeah that up i just thought because you're a goose and everybody's probably gonna call you a chicken which I think, yeah, yeah. To get, them, get them to call you a chicken. It just kind of made sense, story wise. And I thought it just added something different to the show. I mean, you're not a real athletic guy. I'm not a super athletic guy. We need to bring something different to the show. And uh, some of the matches, well, we'll talk about the rest oh, of the show I know. El, uh, Gringo Loco
0: was on this show, and he oh, he, he was in there with Metal, and they did some really really insane like top rope powerbomb spot during the battle royal and stuff. So they did get some great action on this show, but I think oh, they also
1: this got this. This is also highly entertaining stuff. This is probably one of the best shows I've ever wrestled on, to be honest. Crowd reaction wise, and quality of wrestling wise. Yeah, I had the, got my hot comeback, and I hit you with a bunch of moves there, and then all of a sudden, you give me the big headbutt and cut me off again. So I just mm-hmm. can't. But I'm trying to fire up here and trying to get the crowd into it. I think you're going to go for a chicken, maybe a chicken wing here on me.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a cross-faced chicken wing.
1: You know, ever since this match, I just kind of let myself go and quit working out and started uh, eating chips and dip and drinking heavily. And, oh, and, uh,
0: that's not good. I've, I've
1: really let myself go, but uh, so it's kind of nice to see how great shape I'm in there. I think I was down about 183 pounds here, and I'm about 193 right now.
0: Well, I was definitely significantly lighter at this point. Like, well, not significantly, but probably a good 20 or
1: 30 pounds. Yeah, I like this kiboshi chop spot works better obviously if a guy doesn't have a shirt on you really get the effect.
0: yeah yeah I'm, I'm actually like watching this back pretty horrified at the way I uh I'm dressed you <laughs> should have put yeah, some I, sort yeah, of uh
1: I, I always do the earthquake spot and it's a big one but I pulled my uh, underwear up my air my speedo <laughs> up when, I, when I sat on your chest there just to add effect, the crowd, you can really hear the crowd now. they really thought that was great when I pulled those underwear up my uh, butt crack. They're really into it. And then I go for the claw here, and you throw me into the top ropes. Oh, and then I'm, I'm selling down. And you're just getting up. <laughs> this beautiful timing. Oh, ho, ho. Sound like a shotgun went off there when you slapped my ass. <laughs> the crowd really, that really got the crowd into it. Oh, I think this might be the end right here. Goes for another Whoa, headbutt. headbutt. Boom. Oh! I hit you with the the dusty cutter. I finally had an answer to your headbutt. Wait. And I won. One, two, three.
0: I, I yeah, I really liked that that whole spot. I definitely used that uh, s- sequence again in in other matches with guys that do RKO's.
1: Oh really? You've used it since?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I think I might have even used it like a couple days later in Lloyd Minister or something. I was wrestling a dude that does RKO's said, oh, Yeah. You, I'll duck a clothesline and give me RKO. And Just because I thought it looked, it came across looking really good.
1: That was really smooth. That, that was really smooth. And you know, the whole match, you hit me with eight or nine headbutts, butts. And uh, finally at the end there, I was able to duck one and uh, you go, and I hit you with a dusty cutter and it was a beautiful finish and the and the and the the crowd they knew it was the finish too I think there's enough of them know a little bit enough about wrestling to know that that was probably the end and sure enough it was and that was a good match did you tell me what your thoughts of that match after
0: um like i say i i i just remember having a whole lot of fun you know and like i mean i I know that's not like. A lot of people in wrestling are be like, "Oh, well, that's kind of irregardless of the point or whatever." Like, you're out there to make money, and it's a business. And you, I, I'm sorry, I, I do wrestling because it's fun, you know. Uh, like, I, I, I'm 40 years old, and I'm autistic. The WWE is not going to be coming knocking on my door anytime soon, so I'm I'm going to have a good time doing <laughs> what I do, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. I remember uh, thinking. I think this match, like if I was in PWA and I had this match, I think it could be in, you know, in front of 300 fans. I think it would be a pretty popular match. I think it would get over on a good PWA show in front of, in front of real wrestling fans. I think it would have been a, it would have been a pretty good match. Now this was a hard match. Like I said, because this was the first match and people didn't know what to expect. So the crowd wasn't into it as much, but we did get them in, in at the end. And, uh, and I just want to say that every match built on this show. And uh, there was a couple, like you said, Gringo Loco wrestled heavy metal. They had, Actually, they didn't wrestle. It was uh, heavy metal wrestled Ava Lawless.
0: Right, right. But they were in that battle royal together
1: and they yeah, did some yeah, sort in the, of insane. In the blueberry bash. Yes, they yeah. Were. But that match between Heavy Metal and Ava Lawless that really got the crowd into it, and uh, I mean they were they went through a table and they were fighting on the tables, and Heavy Metal did such a good job of being a heel, and and uh, people really got behind Ava, and you know yeah. that that was a special match. And then there was another tag team match. Um, on that show that was really good too that those guys from uh, who wrestled for defy that tag right? the
0: the the um, state of emergency
1: yes they were on it they it's had wolf team. two guys i don't even know if were are normally tag team partners anyway yeah
0: yeah i can't remember who they who they faced but the the, the odds it are it was
1: have, it might have been from saskatoon okay really, yeah really good match really good match and then uh Jack Pride wrestled a match on the show too, I remember.
0: Okay, he pro did he wrestle uh uh a big
1: fella? Yeah, a bigger guy from Saskatoon yeah. too. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Skipper, right?
1: I think. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler Skipper yeah. maybe. And, I'm pretty well. sure that's
0: his Yeah, his his, his what's his, his 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 wrestling name is Summers. His last name is Summers. I can't yep. remember what his first re- the name is, but yeah. Tyler yeah, Skippers and, a good dude. I I had him on the podcast once. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then uh, Gringo Loco wrestled. I uh, can't remember that guy's name. He oh. he dated the referee. It was a good oh match. was it uh, Dre Dre yeah Dre Draco. Draco. Draco 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 yeah yeah Draco. The hillbilly hound dog. Okay, yeah, that was a good <laughs> match too. Really good. They they went in their match. They went to the bar and did tequila shots.
0: Oh, really? Because the we bars should have are the that big. in our match. <laughs> like
1: yeah, we should have.
0: <laughs> I'll well, oftentimes when I'm doing the 50-50, just be like, and remember for like when I'm announcing, I'm going to do the 50-50 draw, I'll be like, remember, folks, the winner of the 50-50, it's tradition that you buy the ring announcer a beer. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times they do. Well, you're the ring announcer now? Uh Yeah, well, I'm injured. I, I do some ring announcing. I mean, uh, Squeak doesn't for use who? me RCW and uh, LPW and uh, Wild Rose Sports Association oh, wow. uh, have all used me recently. Um, yeah, uh, Squig has uh, uh, another guy um, that does it for him. So that guy does it sometimes. And then when he's not available, they seem to call me. So. Did that I, Squig,
1: did Squig and that Draco have a falling out?
0: Uh, I, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they're uh, you have met both of them, right? They're—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're interesting personalities. Um, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me, but I—I I have no comment. Like I, know I don't have any locker room dirt for you on the status of, of Draco and and and, and Squig.
1: And then yeah, uh, so they—I remember yeah, the heavy metal match, the tag team match are really good. And then I remember in the back with Gringo Loco, he was saying. What am I going to do to make my match even more exciting than all these other matches? Because they just kept building and building and building. So he was looking for a ladder. So we were in the maintenance room looking for ladders and looking for something to make his match crazy. And he never ended up using ladder, and they had a really good match. But then we took an intermission. The intermission was kind of long. But when we came back, we had the blueberry bash after. It was like a it was uh, because, like I said earlier, this was during the blueberry festival in Saint Walbert. That's why they they were going to have this blueberry like a royal rumble, and they just called it the Blueberry mm-hmm. Bash, and the winner would become the king of of the blueberry. The blueberry king is what they would would be called. And uh, I think I entered in number one or number two, and I won. I won it, and I entered as Hollywood Dusty Adonis. And yeah, I, got I, I, pur- I, I, I I got my purple gear on and my purple boots back on. And, and yeah I, and then there was i don't know 15 people i, I,
0: I recall i was the runner-up wasn't I? I i like went out to the ring and hit under the ring the whole time and then at the end when you thought you had won i came in and tried to sneak get you out of the ring and you reversed it and
1: tossed me out yeah that's correct <laughs> so yeah you weren't the only bird in the match no there like, was like there another was, eagle uh, guy yeah there's the saint walberg eagle their hockey team called the eagles the saint walberg eagles and They had their mascot there and he came out and got on the ring apron and he got, uh, I think it was a powerbomb or chokeslam through the table. That's fabulous. That's fantastic. I, I, saw, I saw nothing because I was legitimately
0: under the ring the whole time, waiting for to 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 come out and try and sneak attack you. Uh, it was it was a little bit like a, I'm not usually like the heel as the Canadian Goose, which made it kind of interesting. Usually, I'll just do a different gimmick if I'm a heel, but uh, on this occasion, I wasn't there yet. So yeah, just uh, it was it was a good time. I'd like to go back there and be like babyface Canadian Goose and maybe like tag team with the, the eagle guy or something it <laughs> would be fun yeah you know,
1: that would be that would work that's a great idea actually the yeah. eagle and the goose can team up yeah i knew that guy he he's he's the coach of their senior team and he wanted to he loved wrestling grew up big wrestling fan, and he wanted to be a part of the show somehow so we tried to think of some some way to get him in and then he wanted to go through a table and I thought, man, that's kind of dangerous. But I talked to heavy metal and heavy metal's like, oh yeah, I'll put him through a table, no worries. And, and so yeah, I think I believe it was a choke slam. And then okay. uh, yeah, through the off the ring. Like right around the outside of the ring there.
0: Yeah. Have you have you ever been put through a table?
1: Oh man. I'd have to think about that. Not that I can recall. I, I i got my backyard wrestling days yes but never in a match i don't think i had a I had a
0: match with sid greed in rcw and he was supposed to put me through table like he told me oh yeah i'm gonna go to the top rope and you'll be on the floor on the table i'll do swan top bomb ideas oh, cool man awesome you know it's gonna hurt but whatever let's have some fun and he went up and he did it i guess he got scared because he come down one rope at first like he didn't go off the tope and then instead of doing a swat on bomb he just kind of like jumped off and gave me like a gingerly double axe handle which completely didn't break the table at all and so I like you know I just kind of rolled off the table and looked at him and he ran at me and jumped up into my arms so I was like okay well fuck you and I just slammed him through the table. I was like <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, it, was, it was a weird situation. Like I felt bad cause it was like, he's supposed to be the one that puts me through the table, but uh, it just didn't go well. And, and it went awry and I, I slammed him and just had to figure
1: out, okay, well now what <laughs> got on the microphone and tried to save it. Oh, that's good. So when I won it, when I won, ended up winning this, this blueberry bash, They they got this crown. I became the blueberry King. And, uh, you know, I think because I, I did know some people there, they treated me like a hometown star there. And they gave me the big standing ovation and they were and I knew some people in the crowd. There was actually a few people from my hometown who, who made the trip to to come up and watch it as well. And so everybody was cheering me. It was just like wrestling in my hometown. I've had a few matches in my hometown and fans are right into it and I I was treated like the hometown star here in Saint Wahlberg. So it was a great really a, a great feeling and it was it was a great night and I was something I'm super happy to have been a part of and asked to do and you know I know they're gonna have another show again this summer and, and yep. they probably want I me just, on I just, I just, and I man I don't know if I could I don't know if I could ever do it justice it'd be hard to top what we did last summer you know amazing.
0: Well, I don't know. I, f- I feel like we could do some, like the the Canadian Goose, the Screaming Eagle, and Dusty Adonis, and a six man tag against them, like gnarly heels, and we could have a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, yeah, that could work for sure. Right. I, but I, not this year because uh, I am booked on a different night that 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 uh, that date because they're gonna, RCW is returning to Saint Walberg, Saskatchewan, on August the eighteenth. So if you are in that area. Definitely uh, go check it out. The last show was, was spectacular. It was a hoot. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure that even, even if you're not going to be performing on this show, it wouldn't surprise me if they invite you to come down and, and check
1: it out. Oh, yeah. there's Yeah. It's hard to show up to, at a show and not wrestle. That's, that's right. Uh, get, get I, I completely understand that. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what did happen, though. I was curling in St. Walberg this winter, and I brought my wrestling gear. And they were having a senior game, and they came out <laughs> just in case of King. mad
0: stuff. <laughs> Sorry,
1: and I came out and uh, I got to drop the puck dressed in, as the Blueberry King at one of their senior games this winter. So that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that's, that's solid. And I mean, like, you're not kidding when you're saying like you were like a hometown town star there. Uh, there's this one guy that came to this show in St. Wahlberg. And I have legitimately seen this dude at other shows, like in Calgary, Edmonton, like, it seems like he just pops up everywhere. Just to remind me that I lost to Dusty Adonis in Saskatchewan. <laughs> like legit every time Hey, you lost to Dusty Adonis. Yeah, but what are you doing here? Don't you live in Saskatchewan? Like. like yeah. Literally every time that, that I see the guy, he's 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 pointing that out to me and 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 I I every time like he's one of those people where you'll notice him coming and be like, "Oh, okay, here we go." <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's good. I'm glad I have some followers out there.
0: Mhm. Yeah. 100%. So uh with, with uh you uh being kind of on the fence here, uh what would it take for them to uh convince you to don the tights again and,
1: and jump back in there? Oh my. I don't know, honestly. I would have to I'd have to start uh changing my diet here pretty quickly. I have started getting back into shape and I feel I just ran four miles before we did this. So I am in out. deep, Good deep but I'd have to dial in my diet a little bit. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not feeling it. I feel like I'm. I'm happy. If that was my last show I've ever been on, that was a pretty darn good match and show to be a part of. Really. Yeah. I think no, a great uh, way to, a great way to cap a great a great career
0: i i i completely understand that that sentimentality like if you're gonna go out why not go out on a high when you're like the star of the show in your hometown like yeah no i i have that 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 makes complete sense to me i've had i've had a couple of matches i had one for cwe in 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 red deer we did a show there and it was one of those ones where it was skeleton crew right so like eight guys on the show everybody wrestles one-on-one and then there's an intermission and then a survivor series at the end featuring everybody that wrestled each other right and so mm-hmm. I, I wrestled duggan danny duggan and uh he plastered me with flagpole American flagpole i was a canadian goose full baby face feathers canadian flags all over myself and everything so
1: the fans hated
0: him for that and then uh they they brought me out at the end and then we did the survivor series match and I was like cheerleading the whole time, getting the crowd going, and and yeah, I ended up being like the final survivor over Danny Duggan and Sean Martin's and stuff. And people were still chanting "Honk, honk, honk!" like ten minutes after the show was over. I was legitimately like getting changed, and I had to come out and be like, "Thank you very much. Uh, the show's over. Will you please leave?" <laughs> like, yeah, it was. It was. It would. It sure. Like it, the, like. There's been a couple of times where like. I felt like, oh, I was like the main player on the show tonight. Like, the, I was a star at this, and
1: it, it, it makes you feel good. Yeah, it's a great feeling. I'm very thankful that I got to be a part of that show. And I'm really thankful, to the people of St. Walberg, that they treated me like a star and continue to treat me like a star every time I go there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm thankful. Some- go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, what are some of the other uh, other uh, memorable matches that you've had uh, that you think are, are are up there? Like, I mean, I'm sure you've had plenty that surpassed the quality of this one, but like, what are some other really notable matches that when you think fondly back on your career there, they pop in your
1: mind? Well, I, I've had two shows in my hometown of Eston, Saskatchewan that really... Jump to uh, just because you got the crowd behind you, treating you like a mega star Those matches, one was against Michael Richard Blaze. It was just a fabulous, probably one of the, my best matches I've you know ever got to wrestle, and it's hard not to have a good match against Michael Richard Blaze. um yeah, So that one, so that one was big, and then that was the second time. The first time we were in my hometown, it was me. First, uh, Superfly Dandy Dan. And then that was the match early on. And then we... Which led to the main event. It was me and my partner, uh, Michael Avery. We were called the A-Team at the time. This was in Stampede Wrestling. And we wrestled Superfly Dandy Dan and his partner. Uh, he goes... He's in WWE now. It was Jinder Mahal. But he oh, was... Okay. Ba- ba- Tiger Raj Singh. At the time. And I remember them throwing me off the ropes and I ducked their clothesline and came back and gave them both a double clothesline and the place erupted. It's probably the loudest pop of the night. One of the loudest pops I've ever heard in a match.
0: That's pretty cool that you got to wrestle with Ginger uh, Mahal. Have you been in the ring with uh, many other uh, guys who've gone on to like, well, become I, I with,
1: yeah, I trained with Ginger Mahal and Gamma Singh Jr. who is in impact wrestling now.
0: Yeah. That that's uh
1: Raj, right? Yeah, Raj, so they're both Raj. One was Big Raj, and one was Junior Raj. And so I trained with both of those guys, so uh, I've wrestled them countless times. They're really both close friends of mine, and uh, yeah, I wrestled I Jay Lee. You...
0: Oh, okay. Actually, I was you know just going to say, I bet you if you hit up uh, Jinder Mahal for some uh, dietary and nutritional tips, he'll help you out. That guy is jacked. He is, like, I, I, don't know, I don't know if he, like, has any, like, body fat on his body. Like, he's, he's sharp. Pretty lean.
1: It's pretty yeah. lean. um Yeah, I wrestled Jay Lethal when he was, uh, this was at a PWA Night of Champions show. And I, like I said, I've done a lot of different characters. And that night I wrestled as Hulk Hogan. Or like, Hulk Adonis. <laughs> and I shaved the top of my head so I looked like Hulk Hogan, too. And I had yeah. my hair bleached blonde did he do the black machismo was it he wasn't he yeah kind of but he just okay like it was more like the uh the wrestlemania style the wrestlemania five match hogan versus savage when he just wore the he wore the little tights with the three stars like macho war and yeah he was pretty much it was pretty much hogan macho man he wanted to he had the match memorized in his in his head oh wow WrestleMania 5 and he wanted to do that match completely and I said "No, I want to mix my own stuff into it and it was a really good match and and who else Uh, well Harry Bulldog Smith I guess I've tagged with him and wrestled him in a six man I guess he's been in WWE TJ Wilson Tyson Kidd Natty Neidhart I was the women's champion for a long time I won the belt from her she's still in WWE
0: Yeah, they seem like really, like, I'd, I'd love to talk to, like, Natty heart or TJ Wilson on this podcast. I think they be spectacular guests. Um, well, yeah. They're just, like, they're like, I'd like to hear all their stories, like, about local people that, you know, like, the, the, their stories from back in the day that people that I know that no one else will, you know, that's the yeah, yeah. Hey, what have your interactions with, uh, you know, Stephen been like, or you know? yeah had any great matches with uh viking lord vince austin yeah and yeah. <laughs> <I'd> so <laughs> you that, have you wrestled? First, vince austin
1: yeah no, i haven't
0: oh you're missing out bro i think that would be fantastic you like the the viking guy and and the cowboy guy against each other it would be crazy is he, is he a good wrestler uh is i think vince austin is fantastic um he's he's much more like character driven and stuff like he's he's not out there to do a bunch of like crazy high-flying stuff and whatnot he's all like about the story of the match and whatnot so like he's uh, and he, he's a bit old and he's a bit crazy but like yeah people tear for him i mean he's i've never been injured by him or anything i i always have a tremendous amount of fun wrestling with vince austin and i think he has uh i think he's some of the best promos in uh alberta and i think that uh He's very passionate about that. Like, legitimately, like Vince Austin will like be on me and he'll be like, hey, "Have you done your promo yet? Like, gotta do two promos at every show, kid. You know, one before your match and one after. You know." And so, like, yeah, anytime he's on the card, you got to do at
1: least one promo. You know. I like so. the guy. I've met him before, and he's a good guy. I just have never actually seen him. I just seen some hardcore stuff with him. He liked to bleed. It look like.
0: Yeah, he he does that sort of stuff for sure. I I uh I, I mean I've been in hardcore matches with him, but it's always just been like multi-man stuff and you know, me and him don't really like like we didn't really like fight each other or anything in the in the hardcore match. I, I was more concerned about like beating up his partners and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've 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 been a huge Vince Austin fan for a, a, like a long time just because he's You know, he's definitely, like, legitimately one of my best, like, friends in the business. Like, one of the few people who, like, I'll just, like, go hang out at his place and, and, and,
1: you know, chill and watch wrestling with him and stuff, you know. Oh, actually, I just remembered this one, too. Uh, I I teamed up with Colt Cabana. Oh, really? uh, A team, uh, the Tag Champs in uh, Edmonton. And uh, I wrestled as DA Punk, and I I had the look of uh, CM Punk. Back, because they used to be best friends, obviously, and we know now they're not, but then they were. And he even texted a picture of Punk and sent it to him, and and Punk thought, "Holy, this guy really does." He even thought, "Like I had the tattoos drawn on me and stuff, and had the hair like Punk when he had the longer hair, and I had the, the tights made up and the kick pads, and I look just like him." I'll send you a pic sometime. I. Anyway, yeah, we called ourselves. What's Edmonton called the? The City of
0: Champions?
1: Oh, the Capital City. It's the Capitals. Mm-hmm. We called ourselves the Capital City Saints. Because I believe they're okay. the City Saints. That was their tag team name.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense.
1: Anyways, that was a good match. That was fun.
0: Right on. Well, Dusty, uh, we are going to uh, start wrapping it up here, bud. Uh, sure. I do want to thank you again for uh, coming on the show. And uh, like I definitely want to thank Lawrence as well for... <laughs> Like that was the first time the video actually worked the whole time. Like we were actually able to see what was happening, make out actual motion and stuff. So uh, the fact that we were able to do that and, and, and the solution was to enlist Lawrence was, was great. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Big shout out to Lawrence. Thank you. And uh, thank you to uh, Stephen Waschuk and uh, everybody at Real Canadian Wrestling for putting on that show out in uh, St. Wahlberg. Again, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that they have another show coming up in St. Wahlberg on August the 18th. Make sure you check that out. It's it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, Dusty, do you have any uh, public appearances coming up? Anything uh, you, you'd you like to promote or plug or, or encourage
1: people to uh, uh, view. No, there's. I'm. I'm pretty much uh, no bookings coming up. I'm trying not to wrestle if I, <laughs> uh Yeah. So no, there's nothing I need to plug. Uh, I have some social media. Uh, Twitter at the real HDA. I tweet once in a while. Not not as much as I used to. Yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, there's t- some people they go off
0: too much on Twitter and make themselves look bad anyway i am the canadian goose of course uh this has been uh love pro wrestling monday night shaw we want to also thank rk athletics for uh sponsoring the show and uh yeah so uh thank you very much uh dusty uh thank you viewers and we'll see everybody again next time
1: hong honk. honk.